Secure Act 2.0. It's currently being considered in Congress and most believe it will pass this year or next. So what could it mean for those planning for retirement? On today's show, some ways that proposed changes will impact retirement. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world, retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. In your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planner. You can also check out his website, retireaustin.com. He is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. Good Sunday morning to you, Nathan. How are you today? Doing good, feeling good. This is uh, These are some great segments we've got planned today. I think this is uh, really important information. If you're thinking about retirement, uh, you need to stay tuned because there's some good stuff today. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. All timely. Um, as you mentioned before the break, it's called the Secure Act or Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. And now I know why they say Secure Act instead. That's a, that's a mouthful. It, it is a mouthful. So we're going to take a look at some ways, several ways, your retirement savings plan may change if the legislation becomes law. This next one might be a really good one. You could wait longer to take RMDs. Yeah, usually when you hear about uh, bills that are uh, under scrutiny and they may be passed soon, you, you tend to get a little worried. Like, what's going on now? What, mm-hmm. what am I going to miss out on? What, what benefits are going to be reduced? What obstacles, new obstacles are going to come my way? But this one's pretty good. If you're a retiree, uh, you're, you're years from retirement, this is, uh, there's some pretty good stuff in here that could be a big benefit to a lot of people. And like you mentioned, uh, waiting longer to take required minimum distributions is pretty attractive. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The, I'd say the majority of my clients that are taking required minimum distributions don't want to be. Yeah, they, they don't want the income. They don't want the tax burden. They'd rather just leave the money deferred. So increasing that age could uh, could be a good thing for a lot of people. Let's talk a little bit about this required minimum distribution thing. Sure. Uh, right now, if it's at age 72. So when you reach age 72 in the year, you turn 72, the IRS is going to require that you start taking what they call minimum distributions uh, from your pre-tax account. So this for most people is going to be traditional IRAs, uh, 401ks, uh, pre-tax portion of 401ks. Uh, And, you know, some people get a little worried about this. Teresa, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen some, heard some misconceptions. Some people believe, uh, well, I've got to pull all my money out of my retirement accounts and pay taxes when I turn 72. Uh, that's not the case. It, it's a minimum distribution. So for a lot of folks, you're going to see a requirement around, you know, 3.8 to 4%. So on a, on a million dollars, you'd have to take out about $40,000-ish. You know, it's going to vary sure. uh, from household to household. Um, But this age is going to uh, initially increase. Now, if this passes, um, for those uh, in 2022, it'll increase to 73. And then in uh, 2029, it'll increase to 74. And then 2032, it'll increase to 75. So this is kind of a ladder approach. Okay. So as uh, as time goes on, the required minimum distribution age is going to be increasing. I would bet they're assuming um, longevity is going to be on the rise as well. People will likely live longer. What I'm curious about, and of course, this has nothing to do with this bill, but what I'm kind of keeping my eyes out on the horizon for is potential changes to uh, social security uh, retirement dates. Yeah. Um, Now, at this point, any of that would be just pure speculation, but 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some age adjustments to Social Security as well. But, uh, you know, today's just about the SECURE Act 2.0, and, and this is probably the biggest part of it. Right. But when you're talking about the ages, like what age, like, you know, if people from what age on, like down, do you think it would change? Your, your thoughts? Well, you know, we've, we've, we've seen that retirement age steadily increase over the decades. You know, for a lot of people, it was 65, and then it went to 66, and then 66 and change, uh, and then at 67 for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've heard conversations about full retirement age jumping up to 70. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's speculation sure. at this point, but that really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, but Teresa, there's one other really big change with RMDs that they're suggesting. Yes. And some people are aware that some of the largest tax penalties are associated with required minimum distributions (laughs) or or not taking them. Right. Right. If if you don't take your RMDs, uh, you're you're looking at a 50% penalty. Wow. 50% penalty. So part of this legislation would reduce that to 25%. So be cutting that in half. And then if you, if you fix the mistake, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming what that means is you, you actually say, Hey, sorry, forgot. I'm going to go ahead and pay or Mm -hmm. withdraw that RMD and pay the taxes. Then it'll be further reduced to 10%. So going from a 50% penalty to a 10% penalty, I like this. I, I don't really have any complaint about this. Um, this is going to be a good thing for a lot of people. Now, uh, of course, this should emphasize the importance of having a plan in place, a retirement plan. We talk a lot about that oh, sure. at Vital Retirement Planners, uh, that you've got to have a plan in place and included in that plan should be your required minimum distributions, your whole withdrawal strategy. You, you've got to have one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's definitely much better. 50%. My God, it's half. I mean, in 25, oh my gosh. it's better. But yeah, if you get down 10, I know. then that's not too bad. But wow. I know. But yeah, you just you don't want to forget it. They're serious about it. You know, yep. they, you've deferred taxes on that money for so long. And they're going to get upset if you try to defer longer than you should, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah some other really big changes. They're increasing. Uh, well, I've I've talked about this for quite a bit. Mm. For years, I thought, you know, I I think that auto enrolling in retirement savings accounts with employers would be a good idea for a lot of people. And why would that be? Well, I've I've talked with people who were several years, uh, some more than 10 years into their career, Mm -hmm. and have known very little about their retirement savings plans that Mm -hmm. they're eligible for. They could be 401ks or 403bs, 457s. Um, A lot of people just are kind of unaware. Mm -hmm. Um, It it doesn't hurt anybody to save for retirement. So what they're proposing in this legislation is that they would require employers to automatically enroll eligible workers into 401k and 403b plans um, at a savings rate of 3%. So they're just going to kind of default you to 3% of your salary. So you hire on and uh, whether you know about it or not, you're going to have 3% of your salary flowing into a retirement savings plan. Now, I think what's even better than this is for uh, the participants to be informed about everything and and be aware and understand what they're doing. And and I would really hope that uh, most employers out there would would take that initiative. But whether you know about your plan or not, you're going to have some money saved. And, and, you know, most people are not going to uh, argue with having more money saved than they thought they had. Oh, no. You know, Uh, yeah. Yeah. 401ks. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. I mean, then that's perfect. You know, it's just keep keep saving it. You don't miss it. Exactly. Yeah. And and workers still have the option of opting out. Mm-hmm. So this is not, you're not required to do it. They're just going to automatically enroll you. Right. That's the default. The default is you're enrolled. And uh, if, you, if you don't want to do it, you got to opt out. So I think what you're going to see is a lot more money going into retirement accounts. Because yeah. uh, some people are going to say, well, it's already set up anyway. So uh, I don't want to go through the hassle of opting out, and it's probably something I should be doing anyway. So, you know, sure, uh, it's almost like being auto enrolled into a uh, 
a nutrition plan, a fitness plan. There you right? go. Someone's going to wake you up and wheel you out to the gym and they've got the whole regimen set up for you. And you might think, well, I might as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. It's all, all set up for me. All, so, hey. It, you know? It's all set up. So yeah. I think that's, I mean, again, sometimes uh, I've got a lot of criticisms about legislation and sure. some things I've, I've just kind of braced myself for, but th- I, I, I like a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This you next can make one too. bigger, yeah, you yeah. can make bigger catch up contributions. Yeah. So th- the logic behind this is the, the older you are, the, the more, uh, the more liberty they want to give you in terms of how much you add to your contribution, you're probably going to have to catch up, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you've got started later, or maybe you worked for an employer that didn't offer retirement plan, and you've just got to you got to increase the amount you're you're contributing. Mm-hmm. Right now, the catch up for four hundred one ks is sixty five hundred dollars. So if if you're uh, if you're over sixty uh, over fifty years old, you can add an extra sixty five hundred dollars. What this is going to propose is for uh, those who are between sixty two and sixty four, you can add up to ten thousand dollars. A year. This is for 401ks and 403bs, and also for simple IRAs. Some smaller uh, employers typically will have simple IRAs. You can contribute an additional $5,000 versus $3,000. So all these are kind of getting dialed up. Um, the also, they also call for, in addition to the uh, 50-year-old uh, catch-up, to adding another thousand dollars a year, so mm-hmm. I really like the ability to add more money to the retirement accounts, get more tax benefits. Um, there's going to be there's more to this, and for any of our listeners out there who want to know more, contact us. We can walk you through these changes and help you know how these apply to you, Teresa. And this is one thing we want to make available for the next ten callers mm-hmm. is a one-on-one sit-down retirement planning session. Uh, when we're done, you're going to have a written retirement plan that's going to include a, an income plan, a tax plan, an investment plan, an insurance plan, and you're going to see how all these new legislations will work their way into your retirement plan. Uh, our process works, works best for those who have at least uh, $250,000 saved, but we'll do our best to help everybody. And that number to call is 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, that's N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk. It's a financial double talk and a sales pitch. You might get somewhere else. You just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Or you can text Nathan to the same number. What's coming up next, Nathan? Are we headed toward a recession? We don't know for sure. When we come back, we'll give you some recession facts you need to know just in case. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. He's also a retirement income certified professional and a chartered advisor for senior living. And now you're a TV star as well. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Right. Well, we've done some work on TV. We've had some live interviews mm-hmm. with the uh, with the local news stations, KVU, couple times, but we do have a weekly TV show that we're working on. So as a little teaser, you'll have to stay tuned, check into our website, retireaustin.com and uh, find out when you can watch. It's pretty cool. I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about it. Yeah. Great. Just remember us. Okay. <laughs> well, and we're t- we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you go and, to Hollywood. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we'll see how far it goes, but uh, yeah. My intent is to help as many people in the Austin area as we can. And, you know, here we're helping people who tune into the radio. Not everybody does. Mm-hmm. And uh, the TV, we're going to help people who, who are more TV people. Whatever we need to do to help people, that's that's what we want to have done. But, you know, this whole idea of 
a recession. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hear this every day. This is probably <laughs> one of the most common questions I have. When are we going to have a recession? And I have to admit, I, I, it's in the back of my mind as well, mm-hmm. uh, not because I see any particular reason, um, you know, any, any current event going on at this moment that is directly going to lead to one. But if you just look at the statistics, <laughs> we are way overdue. Just statistically yeah. speaking, right? No one can tell you what the market's going to do tomorrow, right. let alone a week and a week from now. But we can say, statistically speaking, we're years overdue. This isn't months; it's it's years. Right, and with our federal the debt going up to trillions and trillions, and they keep piling it on, it's just a matter of time. It seems like you know. Well, and a lot of a lot of experts thought that the pandemic would throw us into one, mm-hmm. but we've had some giant stimulus packages passed right. that I think propped things up. Again, I, I think of that stimulus as a, a shot of caffeine, right? It, mm-hmm. It's going to energize the markets. Everyone's going to be really excited and a little bit of a frenzy for a while. But uh, if you've ever had a heavy dose of caffeine, uh, <laughs> you, you know what happens once that high wears off, oh, you yes. kind of have that crash, yeah. right? You're exhausted. And the truth is, you know, things are improving. You know, more people are back to work. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you look at a lot of very large corporations, they're just not making the, the big, massive investments in the future uh, like they were. They're not as optimistic right. as they were. Um, now we've got changes in tax law, of course, new presidency and, and, and new philosophies about how the market should be run. Uh, that's throwing things around a little bit. We see a lot of volatility. Still, Markets are still up, but we have to be prepared for a recession. Again, just statistically speaking, the market sees a recession uh, regularly. This is, this is cyclical. Mm-hmm. And, and um, some people ask, well, what is a recession? Right. Well, pretty simple. If you have two quarters, basically two quarters where the market is down consistently for two consecutive quarters, that's a recession. And we haven't had one of those since the great one, the great recession back in 2008. Okay. Uh, and if you, if you look at, uh, you, know, you ask, well, how long do they last on mm-hmm. average? So the minimum would be two consecutive quarters, but on average, now, this is an average that goes back to 1875. Mm-hmm. Some people ask, well, did we have a stock market in 1875? <laughs> <laughs> no, ticker tape then. Yeah, right. Uh, it was done very differently. Lots and lots of paper, right? <laughs> right. People lost their shares, and it was pretty pretty clumsy. Mm-hmm. Not that we're perfect now, but things are a lot better. Right. Uh, but since uh, 1875, they've lasted 17 and a half months. Hmm. So almost a year and a half is how long they'll last. Now, uh, the, the next question is, well, how long does it take to recover? Right. And that's, that's another very interesting statistic, and the, and the numbers are across the board. Here's the important question you really need to be asking yourself. If you're close to retirement, I'd say within 10 years is close. When would be the worst time to experience a recession and, and, be, and be unprepared for one? You know, if you look at the, yeah. and there's people have done white papers on this. The closer the recession is to your retirement date, mm-hmm. the more devastating it is. Right. Of course, if you're unprepared, and I'll say, uh, how do you know if you're unprepared? Well, here's one indicator: if you're terrified of one, if you're worried about one, if you don't know how your portfolio will fare in one, or at least a, a decent idea, then you're probably not ready. You probably don't have a plan in place, and we think this is critical. This is one of what we call one of our one of the four vitals in vital retirement planning is to have an investment plan that is within your comfort zone. And we have really cool software we use where you can plug in a particular portfolio and run simulations. You could say, well, hey, how would this particular portfolio respond? to a 2008 recession. So if we had this exact portfolio back in 2008, what would have happened? Uh, Or what happens to this portfolio if interest rates spike? That's another concern people have is interest rates are so darn low. What's going to happen to my portfolio if they jump through the roof? 
Yeah. So you can go through all different scenarios. Then you could just take them and and run different numbers, and that that's neat. That's interesting. I, I think this is great because yeah. then you can really hone in on your portfolio and create an investment plan that you feel really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think another really important question people should should be asking themselves is not how much money do you want to make on your portfolio, but the question should be how much are you okay with losing. If we did have a recession, how much of your portfolio are you comfortable losing? There's a number for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different one. Mm-hmm. What is it for you? This is uh, one thing we address through our, in, our our investment planning step of our retirement planning process. Um, and I, this leads to better night's sleep. This, this really does. It leads to a, a better sense of confidence in your retirement. Um, so if we look at the worst effect of a recession, that, that could mean some folks might have to live, uh, might have to work longer, mm-hmm. or you might have to re- withdraw less from your portfolio. It, um, but you want to know, all, you want to have this kind of a plan in place. You want to have answers to these sorts of questions before the recession happens, right? Because you might need to put some things in order to defend yourself against it. Uh, One thing we've helped a lot of folks do, and I'll just throw this out there as a tip. Mm -hmm. There are ways where you can essentially take a portion of your portfolio and insulate it from a market recession. Okay. So you can completely, now I'm not talking about just throwing money in cash, because that's easy to do, right? Mm -hmm. If you had a million dollars and you wanted to protect 400,000 of it, you could say, well, just put $400,000 in cash. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, now, of course, that'll add safety to the portfolio, but uh, that cash is what I call lazy money. You know, we talk about being financially fit. Right, right. <laughs> we don't do that by having a whole bunch of lazy money, <laughs> right? The, no. There's, there's got to be purpose. The money needs to be working for you. So you, you need to understand different different types of safe money strategies. If, uh, if you want your money protected from market losses and you want income guarantees, maybe an income floor, uh, basically increase or add another pension to your retirement portfolio, then you need to be looking at different types of annuities. Okay, That's what they're designed to do. These are offered by the largest insurance companies in the world. They will insure your accounts up to a certain amount. There's uh, other protections you have. You know, their reserve requirements are very, very high. But you can get a contract with an insurance company that they will protect the money you put in the annuity and uh, they'll define what that means. But you're really looking at some of the safest types of accounts there are out there. But in addition to that, you can get some income guarantees from the annuity that could be extremely helpful when it comes time for you to stop working and start withdrawing money from your portfolio. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've, we've talked about this before, but one thing that's really unique about an annuity. And I know annuity to some people is kind of like a swear word. They almost cringe (laughs) when they hear the word. Right. Uh, If you use it correctly, if you use it for the way, for the purpose it was designed for, you're going to be extremely happy with it. But one thing that's unique about an annuity, it's the only financial product that will continue to pay you after your account balance is depleted. Okay. So think wow. about that for a second. Yeah. Now, any any other financial product out there, when you spend your last dollar, there's no more money to spend. Right. It's gone. Yep. Right? You're done. You got to move on to the next bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with an annuity, you can get a contract with an insurance company that they will continue to pay you a monthly income even after your cash value, your account balance has been depleted. Wow. Now, for a lot of folks, this can this can reduce a lot of the recession stress because you're, in a sense, getting a guaranteed floor of income. So uh, you can afford to take a little more risk with some of your money and experience a recession and have time to recover from that and and come out okay. So what we like to see is that you've got your income base, you've got safe money, and then the money that is in the market, you're investing within your comfort zone. We're not taking risks that are unnecessary, and we want as much predictability as possible. So bottom line, recessions can be scary. It's a scary word, but you can be prepared for it. You need to have an an investment plan that uh, 
where, where you understand how certain types of market changes will affect your portfolio. And if you're not happy with the potential results, then you have time to make some changes. And, and I think people have a, a great opportunity right now where markets are up. Your 401ks and IRAs have never been bigger than they are now. Now's the time to start putting this type of planning in place. And it looks like, Teresa, we have room for another eight callers. For the next eight callers today, uh, you'll have the opportunity to sit down in my office together. I'm going to learn about you. You'll learn about us. And when all is said and done, you'll have a written retirement plan that will include an income plan, an investment plan, a tax plan, and an insurance plan. Our, our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, but we're going to do our best to help everybody. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Pick up the phone and call Nathan. He's an advisor you can trust. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. What's coming up next, Nathan? Good news. Some expenses may go down after retirement, but bad news, some may go up. We'll break down the list when we come right back. you greater austin for spending some of your sunday with us you are tuned to retire fit radio with nathan ford i'm your consumer advocate Teresa opeka nathan is founder and president of vital retirement planners you can check out his website at retireaustin.com and he is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience nathan you've mentioned before i mean you're early in your your childhood this is why it's so important for you to help people there, there's a reason a mission behind it and you take it seriously yeah a lot of people know what it feels like to struggle financially but not everybody but we had our share growing up uh, we had a lot of financial struggles my dad had been laid off several times and got very difficult at times for him to find replacement work um, and yeah, I remember standing in welfare lines with my mom there to collect donated groceries. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I never really thought much about money until we were in that sort of a, a circumstance. Yeah, we were homeless, technically, mm -hmm. at one point. We, we lost our house and had nowhere to live. We had to move in with my grandparents. And uh, I went to four different middle schools because we were forced to kind of move around. Mm -hmm. And uh, money became very important to me, not, not because I, I felt uh, greedy and wanted to be rich. It was sure. just, you know, I realized that money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy opportunities. And I just became much more aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember uh, making a goal that I, I wanted to understand it. I just wanted to know how the nuts and bolts worked because uh, it was Greek to me you know, at, at that age. And, you know, I think one of the biggest oversights in our country is that somebody can get all the way through high school and college without one financial planning course. Right. It, I it, mean, yeah, it's important. It's common sense. You need that for, for your life later on. Yeah. Well, you, you think of, of how our country would be different or how our economy would different if it would be different if people understood money you know they right. make smarter decisions mm -hmm. i think we'd we'd have better products there'd be everything would just go up a few notches i think but you'd have you know much fewer people unprepared for retirement you know you'd understand that yeah you know, at some point i'm going to stop working and I'm going to stop getting a salary. I'm going to stop getting wages. What do I do then? Right. 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 <laughs> that, that, not everybody thinks that way. And no. to me, I, I don't understand it because I've, I've never not thought that way just because of my younger, my experiences in my younger years. But yeah, I, I, I talk to people who uh, are not thinking that way. Yeah. I came from the era when the college campuses, they were pushing the credit card offers. <clears throat> they were to go on the, on the college. <laughs> yeah. hey, here, here's this credit card. And you're like, oh, free money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah but you're going to have to pay it back later with interest if you don't pay it off every month. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you, you turn that over and look at the fine print and <laughs> you see, uh, interest rates there. And then the question is, well, what are those? Right. You know, how, do, how does interest work? You know, if you don't, if you haven't been through the right economics or the right math classes, you may not know, uh, you know, how that compounding interest can really work for or against you. Yeah. Right. 
Exactly. Well, so, yeah. you, you got to more information, more education is yep. better. Yep. Easy. And we're talking in retirement, you're you're living on a fixed income, basically, you know, and that means you're going to have to know what your expenses are going to be. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we talked earlier about some benefits mm -hmm. uh, potentially coming down the pike with the Secure Act 2.0. We talked a bit about uh, some good things, I think, that it could be changing with required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is also something you got to keep your eye on that could increase your uh, expenses in retirement because required minimum distributions. And again, for, if you've just tuned in, these are withdrawals the IRS requires that you take from your pre-tax retirement accounts. Essentially, the IRS is saying, hey, you've waited long enough uh, deferring the taxes on this money. We want our share. Mm -hmm. We want you to start paying up. So they're gonna require you to start taking withdrawals and then uh, those withdrawals are taxed as ordinary income. So that's that's their interest in this whole deal is they get to tax those withdrawals. But as you increase in age, so do your minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't always mean that the dollar amount is increasing uh, because the, the, the amount you have to withdraw is going to be based off of the total value of your pre-tax retirement accounts on the last day of the prior year. So December 31 of the prior year. So if the markets were way down on that date and your balances were very low, then your distribution is going to be based off of a low number. But if the markets are way up and your accounts are way up on December 31 of the prior year, then you're going to have to take a distribution based off of a larger amount. But in addition, you know, regardless of what happens there, the uh, the percentage you're going to have to withdraw is going to increase with age. Okay. Uh, really, what the IRS is doing is they're saying, "Hey, uh, here's a uh, what we guess is your life expectancy, and we want you to withdraw at a rate that will basically bring your IRA to zero at a particular age." That's that's kind of the logic behind it. Mm -hmm. But it's something you got to keep in mind. Your, your withdrawals are going to be increasing. There are strategies you can implement to basically take RMDs off the table for good, right? If, if you've converted your traditional IRAs, your pre-tax 401ks to a Roth, for example, and uh, a lot of our listeners today uh, may have a lot of opportunities to do that, there are no required minimum distributions on Roth accounts. And if you think about it, you can you can determine pretty easily why that is, because those are tax-free, remember. Mm -hmm. The IRS doesn't care much about those because they don't benefit. Uh, they, those withdrawals don't benefit the IRS. Right. They'll say, well, they don't really wait, care as, about wait, those. wait as long as you want. Yeah, yep. exactly. We, we care about the taxable stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to have to mess with the RMDs and hassle with that, just you could look at a Roth conversion plan. Uh, another cost that could creep up over time is your Medicare premiums. Uh, that could eat up your Social Security. Mm. Medicare premiums have steadily increased, and uh, they're also, the rate that you pay on your Medicare Part B premium is uh, in, income banded as well. So if, you're, if your total taxable income is uh, over a certain amount, your modified adjusted gross income, then that could bump you into a higher uh, Medicare Part B premium as well. Here's a little tip I'm gonna give you. I, I, I've had several conversations with folks about this because Roth conversions right now are very popular. A lot of people are talking about them. And I think for most people, it's, uh, I'd say for everybody, it's a great idea to look into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I think you really need to have is what, what, what we offer our clients and for folks who come into my office is a conversion report, uh, which basically we plug in your information, your retirement account information, and, and it spits back out to us the most efficient Roth conversion plan. So how much do I convert? And again, this is going to be tailored to you because it, it's going to be based off of your income level, your tax levels and all that. You got to be careful here because remember, your Roth con conversions are taxed as ordinary income. Okay. And you could bump you into higher income tax brackets, but 
also it could increase your medicare part b premium oh okay uh, you gotta be careful this is yeah. irma i-r-m-m-a if you've never heard of this before you gotta look it up google it or call my office come mm -hmm. visit with us we'll mm -hmm. make sure you understand how this works <laughs> now this does i, I don't want to scare people away from converting their iras mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it may be a very smart thing for you to do even though it's increasing your part b premium um, we just don't like for any of our clients to experience surprises, right? There, there's right. enough surprises in life. Yes. You, you, don't, <laughs> you don't need, you don't, I mean, if we can eliminate some surprises as far as your retirement accounts and yeah. investments go, we're all for that. And, and for good surprises, but yeah, majority it's like, yeah, I didn't really want that. <laughs> did, don't want that, no, exactly. Good, good point though. We do like good surprises. Sure. Uh, the bad ones, let's get as many of those off the table as we can. Right, right. right. So, uh, yeah, you, there are, again, there's there's income brackets that will determine your Medicare Part B premium. There's there's single versus joint filers. So, yeah, you got to have your both eyes wide open. You know what to expect there. But uh, that is something, whether you're doing Roth conversions or not, you can expect Medicare premiums to increase over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it gets substantially harder to wait out a bad market once you retire. Right. Uh, if you don't have the right investment plan and income plan in place, this can be a very difficult, very scary thing to do. If a, a good portion of your income is coming from uh, an unstable source, so let's, let's say you've got this big portfolio, you're taking it decent level of risk, maybe more risk than you should, and the market just gets hammered. Maybe we see that recession we talked about in our last segment. Um, it's scary to take withdrawals. When your accounts are down, you don't know how long this is going to last. You don't know what your recovery is going to look like. Here's another big tip I'm going to give you. You need to have a portion of your portfolio that does not participate in losses and call that your buffer. That's your cool-off account. Okay. So when the market takes a turn for the worse, you can withdraw from the safe account and let that market money cool off. Let it give it time to rebound. There's a lot of great research that shows how strategies like that can drastically improve the longevity of a portfolio. Now, Teresa, this is one thing we talk about. We, we go through as part of our planning process with our clients and for folks who come into our office. And it looks like for the next 10 callers, or no, we have room for six. I'm sorry, we started out with 10. Yeah, phones were ringing. Now we have, we have <laughs> six. I uh, jumped the gun. We have six more spots. If you are the next six callers, you will have the opportunity to sit down with me. I'll take some time to get to know you, get to know you well enough to be able to give you some guidance. And uh, we're talking about a full retirement plan here. This is including an income plan, which is a withdrawal plan, an investment plan, a tax plan, we'll talk about your insurance. You're gonna have a written plan that's nobody's but yours, completely tailored to you. Uh, the same way you'd want a fitness plan. You don't want somebody else's. You want one that's tailored to you. Uh, our process works works best for those who have at least $250,000 saved. But again, Teresa, it looks like we have room for six more. That number to call Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Give Nathan a call. He will help you put that plan together and tailor-made for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. Take the stress out of planning for your future and float out of the office when you talk to Nathan. <laughs> What's coming up in our last like segment? <laughs> oh, hey, I think this is, uh, this is my favorite segment in our show. We're going to take questions from listeners. This is where the rubber hits the road right when we come back. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website, retireaustin.com. And he is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. And time now for listener questions. First up is Jeanette in Austin. I recently turned 65 years old. Can I still enroll in a 403B plan that my employer offers? Yeah, there's there's no age limit. If the employer offers it and you are a plan participant, you're employed, I think that's great. 
Uh, one thing I would suggest, though, is that you look into a Roth 403B. Uh, these are not very old, not all plans offer it, but this can be a great way to accumulate money that's not going to be taxed later. Um, so 403Bs, again, kind of like 401Ks, uh, can be pre-tax or after-tax. And a 403B is basically your version of a 401K. If you're employed by a 501c3 corporation, this would be like a church or a school, uh, some hospitals will have 403Bs. That they're almost identical. There's there's just some slight changes. Uh, as of right now, your investment options are going to be limited to annuity contracts or mutual funds. But this is uh, like our first segment. We talked about the the Secure Act 2.0. This is one of those items in the proposed legislation that could change would be the investment options you have available to you inside of a 403b so jeanette stay tuned make sure uh, you are aware of this proposed change if it, if it does get passed then there may be some other options you want to look at now your employer is going to have an approved list of vendors so these are in investment companies or insurance companies that have been approved by the employer to offer their participants a 403b so there are some limitations you can't just go out and get any investment you want you're, you're going to have to play within their playground uh, whatever toys are available inside of that playground or whatever equipment they have in the walls of that gym put it that way since this is re retire fit radio we'll mm -hmm. use that metaphor right. uh, you're going to be limited to those but uh, jeanette i would I'd also recommend that uh, you put together a retirement plan. It's good to save money in a 403B. It's better to give it purpose and know why you're saving what you are. And a plan is going to help you determine how much is the right amount to be saving in a 403B and what types of uh, investment options or vendors to go with. And this is something uh, we'd be happy to help you with at uh, Vital Retirement Planners. All right. Sounds great. Next up is Ron in Cedar Park. I was advised to consolidate as many of my retirement accounts as possible. I have about seven accounts, a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, and several 403B accounts. I was told that it was good to have 403B accounts because they have protections that other accounts don't have, such as from creditors and lawsuits. I can't move any money into the 403B accounts because they are from old employers, but I can move the money to other accounts. Should I hold on to these accounts or should I consolidate them? Great question. And we see this quite a bit, the kind of a smorgasbord of retirement accounts, uh, a lot of stray accounts out there. Uh, I like simplification. I'm always looking for ways to simplify, but that doesn't always mean that's the right thing to do to consolidate. Uh, now, one thing to remember is you can't mix pre-tax money with tax-free money. So in other words, if you have a traditional IRA, you can't combine that with Roth IRA money because that money is taxed differently. So the IRS requires that you have those in separate accounts. Uh, 403Bs can be, uh, you know, pre-tax 403Bs can be consolidated with traditional IRAs and Roth 403Bs can be consolidated with Roth IRAs. Um, what I would say first, Ron, uh, I wouldn't make cons consolidation the goal. I would make a retirement plan the goal. Uh, you need to have a, a roadmap first. Let's let's put together uh, a plan that's tailored to you, that is tailored to your timeline and your resources, your needs in retirement, uh, the potential changes that we can anticipate in the future. Uh, your social security benefits, any other pension benefits. I'm going to guess if you have 403B accounts, you may have uh, state, state pension benefits, either ERS or TRS. So you want to put together a plan first. Uh, and then if it makes sense to consolidate and do all these things to make that plan, uh, to execute the plan, then we do it. But uh, I, I'd always start with a plan in place first before we start acting. But... Uh, at the, at the end of the day, I, I like I said in the beginning, I do like the idea of consolidating and simplifying. Uh, you don't earn more money because you have money in separate accounts uh, or if you have them all together. I mean, the math just doesn't work that way. 
sometimes it makes sense to have accounts, uh, separate accounts, but only if there is a uh, particular purpose that it's satisfying. So again, Ron, I can't overemphasize enough the importance of having a plan um, before you run out and throw all these accounts together. And, and be careful, you may have, uh, there could be a uh, an advisor out there who's just trying to sell a product and give you a reason to uh, put all this money into an account. I don't know. But uh, remember, if a financial advisor is not a fiduciary, then according to the state securities board, they're a salesperson. So uh, you're either working with a fiduciary who has to operate with your best interests in mind, or you're working with a salesperson. Uh, there, there's no real gray area. So uh, Ron, I'd love to help you. Call the number. It looks like, uh, looks like we have uh, two spots left. Mm -hmm. um, we, I'd love to sit down with you and, and work through all these accounts. Yeah, I quickly give the number to 800-890-5008. Next up is Juan in Austin. I have a pre-tax 401k that I want to start converting to a Roth IRA account. Does that money need to go to a tr traditional IRA first, or can it go directly to a Roth IRA from the 401k account? I'm 62 years old, and I plan to retire at 67. Okay. Uh, a lot of this is going to be determined by the custodians. Uh, I have seen accounts come from a 401k uh, to a Roth where the conversion takes place uh, within the rollover. Uh, sometimes it's just easier to get that rollover to happen first. You roll that money over from the 401k to the traditional IRA, and then you convert. Then it's, it's easy. It can all be done with that custodian that received the IRA that received the rollover. Sometimes it's just a, a, a form you sign, you submit it, and uh, the conversion takes place. I, again, the conversion should take place as part of your plan, part of the retirement plan. We don't want there to be uh, a, a kind of a clumsy rush to uh, Roth conversions. And Juan, I'm not saying that this is what you're doing, but um, I have heard stories of people just rushing into conversions without without a plan. And some tend to pay more in taxes than they should uh, or pay more in, like we talked about in our last segment, Medicare Part B premiums than they should. Uh, now, your age, your, your age timeline works pretty well with the conversion. Remember, when you convert, to a Roth, uh, yeah, there's a five-year clock that starts on that money that you converted. And you can't touch that money without an IRS penalty for five years. So if you're planning to retire at 67 then uh, and you're 62 years old, then you definitely need to be uh, looking at doing this conversion pretty soon. But now uh, with most custodians, uh, conversion does not have to be all or nothing. You could do a portion, a partial conversion. So, for example, if you have you know five hundred thousand dollars in an account and you don't want to convert all that in one year and pay taxes on the whole five hundred thousand dollars, remember that's ordinary income tax rates. You could spread that out over a few years again if the custodian allows. So, one great question. I think you're definitely thinking in the right direction. People need to be thinking about tax-free money in the future. How do I get as much tax-free money as possible? And Juan, that's a great question. Okay. All right. Next up is George in Leander. I'm 58 years old and have about 500000 in a retirement account. My bank offers a program that guarantees no loss but caps the gain at 7.5%. The plan requires a seven-year commitment. Is this a good plan? It sounds to me, George, that you might be looking into a fixed indexed annuity. That that sounds similar. Now, I don't know for sure, but uh, if it is, this is a world I've lived in for 16 years. I train other financial advisors on these instruments and how to use them and how to understand the nuances of them. Uh, it can sound great to have a potential gain of 7.5%, but what you need to understand is uh, what calculation methods are being used to determine your interest. You may, you may have a cap at 7.5%. That doesn't mean you're earning 7.5%. That means that's the limit to how much you can earn. Um, now, knowing what I know about products that are available, uh, particularly in the indexed annuity space, 7.5% um, ceiling 
is uh, is not high enough for me. Uh, there's other products that'll give you much more growth potential than that. Still with the same level of protection, no losses, uh, no fees. Um, typically, a seven-year commitment means you have uh, what they call a surrender period, where you have access to your uh, a portion of your investment each year with no penalty. Typically, it's 10% or 5% per year. Uh, George, I think it's a great idea that you you look into these types of products with an independent financial advisor. Um, we have many products we can use from many carriers. Oftentimes, banks are limited to just a small handful of providers. Um, I would recommend you come in. We can look at the whole landscape, and again, within the perspective of your retirement plan. Um, and it looks like, uh, Teresa, we have room for one more caller. Uh, the other nine spots are taken. We've got room for one more. This is an opportunity to sit down with me and put together a retirement plan that's tailored to you. This will include an income plan, a tax plan, an investment plan, and an insurance plan. It's nobody's but yours. Our process works best for folks who have at least 250000 saved, but uh, we'll do our best to help everybody. Call Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or you could text Nathan as well, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Call Nathan now. Again, one more spot left. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. Wow, the show just flew by. I had so much fun, and I'm looking forward to next weekend learning more things. As usual, it's been a pleasure spending time with you, Teresa, and our listeners today, and uh, I really hope we help, help some people today. I think we did. I think we did, too. And we'll see you right back here next weekend for Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.